You are listening to the Quest for 100, a discussion on everything you never knew you wanted to know. And now your hosts, Justin and Brian. Welcome back to U plus one F five two E U plus one F four eight F Justin. What the yep. heck is that? Yep. It's the closest thing I could find to Quest for 100 in emojis. That's the Unicode sign for... It's a crystal ball. I felt like crystal ball was Quest. Okay. And then the 100 is U plus 1F4AF in emoji. Wow, you're already dropping knowledge in the entrance to this show because this is... Uh... It's like we're speaking another language already. We are. It really is a different language. I mean, you know, you. I asked you if you we want to do emojis, and you're like, "Well, I don't, I don't know if there's much there." And I was like, "This is this is a different language that we're going to talk about. There's a lot of history here." Yeah, I mean, I I obviously did not know that. I I found some very interesting stats in my research as well. But yeah, I, you don't. I think you you initially put this topic at least i do and as like the silly thing that is not very deep but there obviously is more to it and, and to your point it's it is its own language it's as silly as that sounds it's you're communicating diff- through images so and it's been uh, yeah, in no, our I, lifetime it's it's been in our lifetime that that this has really evolved too i mean yeah we somewhat grew up with it but really instant messenger and and all of those type of things really kind of started the whole emoji trend and so you know my teenage years and and i would assume your teenage years kind of were defined by emojis in some sense yeah yeah no you're i mean you're exactly right it's and again you kind of put it in this pocket or at least i I do where it's just I don't know if you take it for granted, but you just kind of say it's like it was part of our lives and no big deal. But I'm, I'm interested to, I specifically, I was very intentional for this one to not find the history. Cause I'm curious what you'll bring up. Sometimes that happens organically in research, but, but yeah, so I'm, I'm interested to learn more about, you know, how it came to light and, and the, uh, and all the Unicode stuff. Yeah. You're going to have to, you're going to love all the names I have to say. No, I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before we really get into everything, should we kind of unbury the lead on on where we come from this topic? Uh, I I personally am a big emoji user. Uh, We'll get into, you know, what my favorites emojis are later. But, and you know, like I said at the beginning, have been using emojis really since I was, you know, teen years and, and using them in instant messenger platforms and and that's you know one of the big reasons for using them back uh, you know in the early 2000s and and so I've really used them uh, ever since and obviously you know being on the Apple products I have um, you know uh, some special elements to some of the emojis or or you know elements that I can do with emojis that, you know, maybe you can't on other platforms. So I just really enjoy using emojis when I possibly can. Yeah. 
Well, I, I while you were talking, I had to look up our text thread to see how often you use an emoji with uh, within our conversation, and you used a couple, the same one, I think. So I'm curious as we get into your favorites <laughs> later on if that that ends up being your favorite. But but yeah, no, I, I I I did see. I think you used it a little bit more than me, which leads into where I am. You know, I've been using emojis just like any other person since you know probably middle school high school I forget you know you'll have to tell Phyllis where this all started but I would say I am a casual user of emojis I am uh, not quick to use an emoji I'd rather probably type something out but and we'll get into this in the debates too you know I just think there's there's options out there to express your thoughts and emojis sometimes comes into play but but not necessarily all the time for me Wow, I, I am looking back at our text thread, and it's all of the same emoji. Yeah, all yeah, of it, it is. Uh, I mean, yeah. you're very consistent. Wow, huh? <laughs> yeah, interesting. There we yep. Wow, wow. I, I just keep going back further. Oh boy, huh? Yeah, yeah. I've seen one from you, and, and Man I was of, of little words, Brian. Yeah, yeah. I was on like eight or ten for me all the same one well oh, okay all right well let's uh let's jump into some news first though you're a newsman i ever tell you otherwise you in the face all right well my news uh, actually came from business insider and there was kind of an interesting trend that happened recently in the last couple weeks so a mysterious combination of three emojis, which was two, it was an eyeball, a like red lips, and then an eyeball. Uh, and they were put next to each other in a line. And they, this sounds kind of very random, and it, and it is very random, but they recently captured the attention of the tech industry on Twitter. The hype the project created and the secrecy surrounding a, it seemed like an app, there was supposed to be an app tied to this called It Is What It Is, was actually successful in getting thousands of interested users to clamor for invites and Silicon Valley elite donating to racial justice funds. Hmm. And so uh, they go a little bit further into it the team behind the project revealed what that what started as a meme shared among friends became something bigger than the group ever expected. So this was really a joke that they just were passing around amongst friends was this, Oh, we could just act like we're starting to nap up and do this thing. And it became bigger with it is what it is. The team demonstrated how Silicon Valley was attracted in droves to secrecy and exclusivity as it was shown with invite-only app like pay for email service, hey, and audio chat platform Clubhouse. So according to the team member, this, this emoji, these three emojis together and the minimal amount of information around this app that doesn't exist, yeah. they raised $200,000 for charities supporting black trans people and the Black Lives Matter movement. Wow. So just like 
there's so much ridiculousness with all of that. And I, I, I looked up, they were, because they were kind of jokey and memey, there was some, they were very back and forth with the community. There was a lot of people that were supporting it, but then there was people that were ripping them apart. And so they were like giving it back and forth and they, they found themselves wheeling or uh, reeling back a little bit and being like, Oh, sorry, we, we didn't mean to insult other people while we were raising funds for this. But, uh, but overall, I think that in general, it was a really good, um, unique way utilizing emojis to raise money. Hmm. Um, and I think you have to be in tech to understand why you would be excited about this random thing. But, uh, cause I didn't quite understand that part, yeah. but it was cool that they did it. Hmm. All right. Well, my news really stems from the reason that we are doing emojis, and that is that July 17th is World Emoji Day. And traditionally on World Emoji Day, at least for the last few years, you know, the Unicode and, and the consortium that kind of oversees emojis releases new emojis. And so this year they are going to be releasing more than 110 new emojis. Uh, and I couldn't find, you know, exact information because uh, we're filming this on a Tuesday. So so it's, it's just the 14th today. And so I would expect more information on what the actual emojis are that, that will uh, be released this year uh, will come out shortly. But a few that are known are the uh, bubble tea, uh, bottle feeding parents, gender neutral characters um, and then there'll be some added animals and a transgender flag so you know really some pretty basic news but uh, kind of the reason why we're we're doing this topic today yeah no it's 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 uh it's interesting with obviously the the english language in particular and all languages are very detailed uh, I guess is one word you could describe it. It's a lot to it. So the it's interesting that this emoji language, if you would, doesn't have words, doesn't have images that represent certain words. Not that not that most people, probably almost all people, aren't just using emojis, and they can use words to kind of explain things. But it's cool that they're they are evolving the language to. I'll be incorporating different groups. Yeah, constantly, constantly. They, they, and I'll get into this in a little bit of the history. But um, for years, they've been, you know, trying to get that diversity in the emojis. So I'm just continuing yeah. to do that. So uh, I have already dropped, you know, a handful of knowledge. So let's uh, continue to drop some knowledge. As we normally do, I am the history guy. Justin is the stats guy. He'll go second. I'll go first. So here's some history. So the emoji is really predated by the emoticon. And emoticons were invented in the 1980s by computer scientist Scott Fallman when he suggested that a colon dash right parentheses and a colon dash left parentheses could replace language, also known as smiley faces or frowning faces. The Wingding fonts used by Microsoft platforms and um, they also had smiley and sad faces inside of their fonts. 
they started to introduce their font in in 1990s oh, excuse me exactly 1990s and so so that was featured in a lot of the windows products you know throughout that era the first emoji was created in 1999 by japanese artist shigeta taka kurita kurita worked on development team for iMode, an early mobile internet platform for Japan's main mobile carrier, Docomo. So Kirita sketched a set of 12 by 12 pixel images that could be selected from a keyboard-like grid within the iMode interface. Then it could be sent to other mobile phones, pagers, as individual characters. Kirita's original keyboard or alphabet, I guess, of emojis uh, contained 176 emojis. And it's out now actually part of the permanent collection at New York's Museum of Modern Art. So competition amongst the mobile phone carriers uh, and companies really was, was sparked by Kirita. And, and so... Each of these companies started their own emoji set. And now really to understand, you know, where we move forward with emojis, we kind of have to take a step back. You know, I talked about this Unicode, you know, and and uh, we really have to take a step back and understand how text and other data over Internet and networks is passed. And so it's really all based off of numbers. And every letter you type gets a encoded into a number and originally there was hundreds of different encoding systems based off of the company and the provider and it wasn't until 1993 that universal coded character set or unicode was set set to help standardize how text was displayed now we fast back forward to the mid 2000s when companies were com- competing to create their own emoji sets and and initially these emojis we're not a part of Unicode, um, so you could send an emoji out, but you were never really sure what the other person was going to see based off of you know what device they were on, what provider they were on. All of those things had a factor because they weren't in this Unicode um, consortium. So in 2007, Kat Morimo, Mark Davis, and Marcus Scherer from Google noticed emojis uh, ascent in Japan and argued that emojis should fall under the same standard of Unicode. Uh, and then in 2009, a pair of Apple engineers, Yasuro Kida and Peter Edberg, joined in and submitted an official proposal to adopt 625 new emoji characters into the Unicode standard. Their proposal was finally accepted in 2010, uh, and in 2011, Apple added the official emoji keyboard to the iOS, and Android followed suit two years later. So, emoji keys or emoji characters really vary slightly from platform to platform, uh, but there's really a limit on what's defined by the Unicode specification. So. Companies still can try to provide their own artistic presentations of the icons and, and objects, but from a translation perspective, it should always be, you know, 
the same. So if I'm sending you, Justin, on an Android phone a smiley face, it will for sure show up as a smiley face. Now your smiley face is going to look a little bit different than mine on an Apple phone. So, you know, my my thumbs up that I always send you may look slightly different, but you should always get a thumbs up from me. <laughs> so the uh, Apple tradition, the, the emoji calendar that shows up on Apple is or the calendar emoji that shows up on Apple always shows July 17th. And that's the date in 2002 that Apple announced its iCal calendar application for uh, Mac OS. And so that's what has led us to World Emoji Day being July 17th, is just the sheer fact that the icon that Apple started in 2002 for their iCal calendar was listed as that date. So I'm sorry, Justin, but Apple has taken over this podcast. Yeah, I don't know about that. So the Oxford Dictionary named U plus 1F602. It's 2015 world uh, word of the year. And that was the face of tears of joy emoji. Oxford noted that in 2015, it's seen a sizable increase in the U use of the word emoji and really wanted to uh, recognize the impact it had on popular culture. Also in 2015, I mentioned this earlier about the diversity, but Unicode uh, took its first big step towards diversifying the the emoji sets. Uh, so it started adding the skin tone options to, to people uh, and since then has, you know, made multiple instances of, of stepping forward in diversity with you know, adding both genders for various emojis, um, you know, different uh, hat wear for, you know, different ethnicities and, and all of those type of things. And then in 2017, Apple introduced emojis that are emojis that can be animated based off of, fa- fa- excuse me, facial recognition. And, you know, that's one of the cool things about Apple, I think, that it it you can send some custom um, emojis, even though you as an Android device person can't accept them. Yeah. So my question on that real quick, cause I was thinking about that before the podcast, that was a really cool thing when it came out. I remember that was one of their biggest selling points that year was these, what are they? Emoticons or an emojis and emojis. Yes. Do you ever use them? I don't have a new phone to use them, so I can't even say. You don't have a a new a phone newer than 2013. 17. We're in 2017. Oh, 17. I thought you said 13. No, yeah. 2017. Um, no, okay. I'm about I'm about due for a new phone. Can you can you accept them? Yes, I can. Show? Yes. How often do you get them? Mm, my dad will send one every once in a while. Okay. I mean, again, I, it's it's a cool thing, and if I had them, I'd probably use it every once in a while. But, and I'm on Android, so maybe I just never ever see people use them because like they can't access them. Like, don't you like Teams? Uh, Teams has the animated emojis. That you know, they're not obviously facial recognition and like based off of your your facial aspects, but Teams has the emojis that actually animate when you 
I think that adds a little something something to it. Yeah. No, I I uh I like that aspect of it. I haven't uh I haven't really used that many emojis on teams now that I'm thinking I'm just pulled up teams to look at. <laughs> You know, yeah it's the difference between you and i you know it, you you talked yeah. about it last week i am passionate about the really mundane things and this is something that i i would find passion <laughs> in and and you <laughs> like your shows and you can like your pop culture this, i like pop culture do i you know? <laughs> geeked out about this i geeked out about emojis uh, i was reading I, about I, the history shocked I was reading about the history on the golf course yesterday. I was like, I'm, ah. I'm really interested in this. Like finding out what all the different codes are for all these things. It's pretty interesting. One, I'm not surprised that you are excited about it, but I, I was pleasantly surprised with how much there was to this topic. But yeah, I'm not, I wasn't like drooling over the uh, <laughs> prospect of emoji conversation. It just seemed like a, you know, interesting one yeah yeah it's, uh, i think it's fascinating and my last thing that i have and maybe the most fascinating thing that you like will take away from this is that anyone can submit a proposal for a new emoji yeah i i saw that in my research i thought that was pretty cool yeah so it requires a prototype of the emoji an explanation of how and why people would use it and what's its addition would mean to the greater emoji language. That's all you need to pre present. And and you could be part of history. That is pretty cool. Yeah, I was, I stumbled upon another site too. Um, that was like, I, I, I'm not going to go into this, but there was like things that you didn't know about emojis that you could do. Apparently, you can name your Wi-Fi network with an emoji, which I thought was kind of weird. Well, I mean, in essence, it's it's the same code, right? Like you, it's the code. Yeah, yeah. There was some other ones that I'm, you know, not going to bring up because they're. All right, so I will jump into some stats here on the emoji category, and I, I went general, and then I wanted to to dig into a little bit of the business side of things. So as of March, 2019, so this is, you know, about a year ago, there were 3,019 emojis in the Unicode standard. That includes 1,606 emojis of people, around 150 varieties of the smiley face. That's a lot. Nine, yeah. Yeah. It's, and, you know, like you, you mentioned in the news, every year we're getting a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, which, again, I think is good. But it also, I found myself, even today, as I was looking at the emojis, it's like, I've never seen some of these. I've never had even, even an ounce of interest to use most of them. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes they, they do get used. Um, so 92% of the online population uses emojis daily. That is high. To me. That is really high. Holy cow. Yeah. I mean, cause that's cause, all, all, all ages. Yeah. That's yeah. And I, 
And I don't know. I mean, this is one that I'd, I'd be curious to dig even deeper into, but you know, where does that include like an average? Like if some people are using it, I don't know, multiple times a day and some are using it. I don't know. I, I think that means it, if you are using it daily. It's just weird to me that I would be in the 8%. I would consider myself 8% because I don't use emojis daily. I use them every once in a while. Well, I, so I mean, maybe it's okay maybe to be. I am the minority. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, some people sleep with their socks on. <laughs> I mean, maybe, not you, that crazy. You're in more of a minority, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. We'll have to we'll have to do some polling afterwards of some friends and see. Yeah. Uh, if they use it daily, but um, so yeah, so over ten billion emojis are sent each day, and seventy percent of people believe the images express their feelings better than words. Which I would be in that case. Like there, you know, sometimes an emoji is better than a than words. Wait, uh, so so if 70 you said 70%? 70% of people believe the images express their feelings better than words. Yeah. So then what are the other 22% of people who like what do they think they're using them daily for? It could be equal to, like it could mm. be you know, instead of me saying chicken, I put a chicken like it's, you know, no difference. Yeah. Um and I'm, I'm almost, it's almost like it is socially, not socially acceptable though, that's along the same lines of that, where it's like, oh, it's normal to use these. So I'm going to add them into my use or I'm going to use them just because everybody else does. Yeah. Um, and that's normal. I guess so I, I would, would, maybe that's the 22. Yeah. And I would almost fall in the category. I don't know if I would say that it tells, it, it shows more emotion or anything. I think it's just easier. I think just mm. ease of use. It's just sure. like hitting one button versus trying to type out a word. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's. I, I'm sure you could break it out even further, but but I, I did think that was interesting. So obviously, we're talking the, the Unicode Consortium with this stuff, and they released a list of the most frequently used emojis uh, for the first time ever, and this was make sure I pull up this article which was from last year late last year and the number one most used do you have a do you have a guess if you can guess one of the top three ones I'll give you props uh, the tears of joy okay yeah, well, you got it right. I'll give you that one. <laughs> That's the number one. <laughs> I was gonna. I was like waiting for you to list more off, but you had the number one up there. So, yeah. So the 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 tears of joy, or the laughing, or whatever you want to say. That's nine point nine percent of people, uh, or nine percent point nine percent of use. Um, and then that's the pretty good place, for like three thousand emojis to have nine percent of the total usage. Almost ten percent, basically. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, it's it's a pretty good one. Like it, it it's a good balance, right? Of the joy and laughter, and 
I don't know, like that. That and that's one of the things. So, so the next two are six point six percent is just the red heart, uh, followed by four point two percent of the heart eyes, uh, which is is not too surprising. Followed by the laughing and rolling uh, emoji, followed by the smiley face, and then the the prayer hands or whatever you want to call them. Mm, yep. Uh, but you're really after that you're kind of getting into some pretty low numbers under a percent um, for all the other ones but and yeah there was uh, yeah I just thought that was that was interesting the thing that I took from that was that emojis and this is where I think it makes sense on the 70% emojis oftentimes or the most popular ones are positive like kind of enjoyment based, you know, I, I love this idea or I, you know, I'm laughing with you or at you or whatever, like it's joy and fun. And I think that's where that, that positive emotion maybe drives people to use them better than, you know, more, or think that it's more than words. But, you know, I, I thought that was, I, I expected to see some more negative ones in there, like the angry face or the, you know, crying face but like none of them made it into the top, you know, five to ten. So, but that was cool. So, uh, a couple other numbers here. So, seventy-eight percent of people say that using emojis makes you more likable. Would you Would you say that, Brian? I would hope. Yeah. Yeah. I I do. I will say it is. Uh, I mean, we'll we'll probably get into the details of this too. But you are you are a I mean we know we have a podcast and we uh, elaborate a lot but typically you're pretty you know short and to the point whereas I can be a little bit wordy at times um, so <laughs> I I feel like I feel like for for you using an emoji takes your short and sweet language and adds a little flair to it Yep. that may be, uh, you know, positive or like, Hey, I'm, you know, I may be short, but I'm also fun kind of thing. I don't, I don't know how to well, describe that. Okay. But. Okay. So for the listeners, the emoji that I continually used in our text message string was just the thumbs yeah. up. Right. Yep. And yep. typically what I would probably respond to is okay. Or K. Yeah. Right. And to me, that's like, well, I care a little bit more than just saying K. So, like, I'm going to give you a thumbs up. Good. We're good. We're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I and that's where I, as a, as a um, reader of these things, I will say, I mean, you could, we could spend a whole podcast talking about this, but just, you know, over generations people shift in their how they talk and language i i'm a big believer and you may not be but i'm a big believer in explanation points when they make sense in a casual conversation it expresses kind of i may be saying this whole long thing but i'm in a happy mood when i have an explanation point and i express things like that and emojis will come into play there too to kind of show Hey, this note may be serious, but I'm in a good mood, kind of thing. It's kind of hard to describe. 
but yeah, I, I really, I, I would firmly believe in that 78%, I would be in that, that boat to say that an emoji does increase your likability. And you, maybe you go overboard at a certain point, but I think the use of it mixed in with your other things, I think is, is good. Uh, it's usually a positive sign. A couple other stats here. So 63% think positive emoji usage increases your credibility. Mm. Uh, which that is interesting to yeah. me. I think maybe that aligns. Maybe that aligns with if you're more likable, then you may be more credible. But uh, I, I that one I'm not, I'm not entirely sure where I stand on that. I don't know if it, using an emoji makes me more credible. All those millennials. Yeah, sure. Right. I guess we're we're millennials. We both millennials. Gen Z, um, Gen Z, is that what it is? Well, Gen Z, yeah, Gen Z is the next group yeah. coming up. Yeah. Well, they're the group on TikTok right now. Yeah. And actually, I'd be curious, like, how often they're using emojis compared to millennials. I'll have to see if I can find that while we're debating. I I would think less than millennials. I would think so too. That would be my gut. Check. We just grew up on them, right? With instant yeah. messenger and everything, we grew up on them. So, like, it was just part of the conversation. And now I think it's almost like there's too many of them, right? Like, we had a certain select ones. And so we kind of go back to our, our roots. And now there's just so many options that, you know, what I think is probably a cool emoji those you know gen zers probably don't so i just pulled this up while you were uh chatting there and so this is take this for what it's worth because this is a quick quick stat maybe there's more to it but so they said adobe did a study and they found that gen z will more likely use emojis on snapchat 59 percent and instagram 52 percent while in comparison, only half as many millennials would 28% and 24% respectively. Hmm. So Interesting. In, in, in this scenario, they're less likely to be using emojis on those two platforms. So I'm curious how that crosses over to just generally on text and all that other stuff. But I would guess that maybe they are, you know, using emojis more, um, which is a little bit of a shock to me. Yeah, um, for sure. But so a couple quick stats on the business side of things. Almost 46% of young adults aged 18 to 29 believe it's acceptable to use emojis in emails and other communications in business. Uh, I would be in that front. I think it's totally fine to use them from time to time. In emails? A, in emails. Yeah, in biz mm. business, if you're coordinating with other hmm. people within your organization, okay, would you are you are you not in that? I mean, we'll have to get into a friendship test. Oh, to... Okay, all right. A survey of 1,000 American workers revealed that 76% of sur of participants use emojis in their professional communications. So, what that's saying is that outside of that young adult group, there's actually a lot more people using them. Um, so take that for what it's worth. 
72% of that demographic reported some initial hesitation around using them. So they may use them, but they were kind of hesitant to use them. I would probably say that I was in that front too. Like you kind of read the room and if other people start to use them, you're like, all right, it's, it's safe to use them here. Um, and that may, but that may have something to do with the fact that 39% of senior managers believe it's unprofessional. So, you know, that the older groups, you know, you get into the baby boomers, maybe Gen X, maybe, but mostly baby boomers that are in those senior management roles uh, often are, well, not often, but 39% are saying, are, are, say it's unprofessional. That's still pretty low, I would say. It is. It is. On the other hand, 15% of older professionals think emojis improve workplace communication. So small percentage, but that improve is, is good to see. And my last stat is that 50% of young professionals see an emoji using coworker as more fun, approachable, and kinder than colleagues who use text only. Mm. So again, well, like, now while this doesn't measure it, if you use it by this logic, if you use it, 50% of people of younger professionals will say, oh, that guy's cool, fun, whatever, approachable all that other stuff. If you don't use it, it doesn't necessarily mean that you um, are viewed as negative, but you know, why not, why not explore the option of using it is what I would say if it helps your, how you look. Hmm. All right. Should we friendship test? Let's do it. We just become best friends. Yep. All right, Justin, real easy one off the top. What's your favorite emoji? Yeah, um, I think I, uh, it's actually not that easy because I don't, I'm not using them a crazy amount. But I think what I would say is the, um, the laughing one, the, the crying and laughing one is pretty good. Tears um, of joy. Yeah, tears of joy. Now, it depends on the platform. I, if I'm on a, like a thing like Teams where you can just reply or, uh, you know, some of the business platforms that I use, if you, for those, I'm a big thumbs up guy. Like I will do like a quick like on a comment. I think I use that pretty often. Uh, but if I'm texting, it's probably going to be the, the rolling and laughing uh, guy. What, what about you? Oh, rolling and laughing. Or sorry. Now, actually, yeah, actually, yeah. Rolling laughing would be, would be your more number one. what I use. Yeah. Or, favorite i guess though i probably may i probably well, mistakenly use the other one as well because because favorite could be different than your most used oh i guess so but usually my most used is my favorite because mm. i would mm. use it a lot well I think. well i mean maybe it's different to. for you yeah it's, it, it is different for me because okay. because my favorite emoji would be the mind blown emoji Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say that was my favorite. Now, I don't think... But you I, don't use it that often. I don't use it that often. It, it's, you know, up there in terms of how often I've used it. But, you know, from an overall emoji and, and being able to tell a story with an emoji, that's one of my favorite. 
Uh, close second on the favorites would be the shrug emoji. And mm. and I'll go as far as saying that it's it's so it's almost split because sometimes I will go so far as to do the emoticon shrug emoji, like the old school shrug with the emoticon. Okay. And, and so, like, I'll I'll do that sometimes because I like the shrug so much. So it's yeah. it's between those two. It's hard to pick a true favorite. I think just based off of design, I have. That's why I'm going with the favorite as the mind blown. Yeah. Now. Yeah, I I mean there are be- I will say like there are better, similar to your mind blown one. There are better emojis that I just never use, and um, so it's like. I don't know. I just kind of wish there was uses for them. Like the animals. The animals are cool. But when do you ever use – how often do you use an animal one? That's a good point. Good point. Um, when you go to the zoo. When you go to the zoo. Yeah. Hey, I saw an eagle. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <An> eagle. <laughs> I'm not going to send you a photo of it. I'm going to send you an emoji. Yeah. Okay. So so, so for the, the f- top three most used, so you yeah. are rolling – Rolling, uh, yeah. laughter, the uh, tears of joy. What's your third? So the third is, uh, well, I'll give you my top five because they came up in my recently oh, used. Oh, yeah, good, I, good. Um, so it's the rolling and laughing or crying or whatever. Yeah. The um, the laughing and crying, I guess. The, the tears one of joy. Is sweating. He's sweating, kind of like. Um, Happy sweating, like his mouth is open. <laughs> what? He's uh, happy sweating. He's got the he's got the uh, the teardrop up at the top. Oh, you use? I don't that? know what that means. <laughs> How do you use it then? I use it like similar. Like he's he's really ha- like he's so happy. He's like laughing so much that he's exhausted. Almost is how I interpret it. But I don't know what it's actually called. Let's see. That is it's not a teardrop. Smi- uh, grinning face with sweat. Yeah, that one. <laughs> that one is the one I use instead of the cry. Like I'll use the rolling one for for that, but then the sweating one is is also similar, interchangeable with the other one. Also known as exercise, happy sweat. Oh, interesting. Never used it in that context. Uh, but yeah, I guess I guess that works. Huh. Uh, but yeah, so my other my other three are the heart eyes, which you know if you love something or like that's a great idea, great perfect fit for there. And then I will say that one of my more favorite ones and that I do use a lot. Well, I do the thumbs up, but that's kind of there. Is the uh, the two eyes mm, that are next to each other? That's a good one. Like ooh, yeah, like kind of yep. like shock. That's a good thing. one. I will use that from time to time. Yeah. Well, I just what looked. I looked up my most recent, and I realized that I do have the option to do the an emoji. I have never. Oh, you do. Maybe I've you never, never done it. I didn't realize I even had the option. I guess. I guess I do have a newer phone than 2017. Thought I was about 2017, but anyways, my my top three are the tears of joy, thumbs up, and then the rolling tears, followed by the face palm which I, mm-hmm. I, I, I was telling you earlier before we even got on this call is that that is the one that I was like, man, when they introduced this, I went gangbusters because that is <laughs> that is the one 
like reaction that you just can't you can't put into text you just can't yeah. put that one into text yeah yeah you're right you're right I, I'm, I'm completely with you I've used it a couple times and I think I actually think I've been in some uh, some uh, other threads with you that have you've utilized that probably uh, I, I'm a, I mean it's in my top four so I, yeah. I have to use it fairly recently well, we, we, we alluded to this, uh, but do you feel comfortable using emojis in business emails? In emails, no. I don't. don't. I, Why? I, I've always thought that emails were a slightly more professional conversation than, say, you know, a text message or even, the, you know, a message on slack or teams or whatever communication system you might use and so i even try to avoid when possible although i i think i've kind of relaxed this but even addressing people you know i've sometimes gotten away from in conversations so i i don't know why i just feel like it it should be a little bit more formal conversation than say a text message and and so i think that's the big differentiator for me yeah so this kind of maybe aligns with my personality but i will use them in email from time to time but i will say that i am a uh in some cases an email chameleon and what i mean by that is i I watched and I absorb how this person communicates and then I adapt to how they communicate mm. and then I will apply, you know, that. So if someone is very short in responses, I typically try to keep my emails short with them. If someone uses emojis from time to time, I will throw it into my, my conversations with them from time to time. And not always, I, I weirdly have a, it takes up space in my mind. I don't, I, I, but like if I'm about to email someone, I'm like, oh, this person. Oh, yeah, I could put a smiley face for this person because, you know, wow, they, they would like that. You put that but much other thought. people. Yeah, I don't it's I don't know if it's a survival mechanism, but <laughs> uh, I, I've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, and huh. uh, and, it you know, it seems to go well. I have good interactions with people at work, so uh, I will do that from time to time, but I won't. You know, there are certain people that I will never use an emoji with, and I would say it's probably only like five people I work with that I will actively use. Maybe not actively, but from time to time, use emojis in emails. But I feel comfortable with it because I know that they are comfortable with it. Hmm. Uh, well, what about the, you know, using emojis versus gifts? What, which way do you kind of tend to lean? So this isn't even a tend. This is a 98% GIF, 2% emoji. Wow. I love GIFs. Uh, you know, we talk about how emojis can can represent an emotion, a feeling, something, you know, whatever. A GIF is so much more. Like you, what you can get out of a one-second little, you know, thing, it can re-reference to a movie or, you know, for me, a pop culture, like I, like I can – play a lot of those things and I will I will oftentimes 
take extra time into my message to find the perfect gift in response to someone. For sure. Like, I won't just be like, boom, just first gift. Like I want to be very thoughtful in that. And I've even been complimented on how on point I am with my, my gifts in the past. So I, I feel like that's more my wheelhouse, whereas emojis are, are, are uh, kind of a simple man's game. It, it is. It's it's a simple get it done kind of game, and and that's yeah. that's what I'm all about. I I do like gifts. I do like a good gift, but I think similar to the way that you are chameleon in your emails, I only save the gift for select people and groups. Sure, sure. Because those are the people I want to spend my time with, and you know, yeah. or time on finding yeah. the gift. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that too. Like. I won't do it with everybody, but once you get, you break this certain barriers with people, not even barriers, but just like this, this type of person will appreciate the gift. Great. The, the door is open. I'm going to be using these more often uh, than probably I even should, but I, I, I love using gifts. Yeah. Don't send me office gifts. I won't understand. I, I, I can't send you like, 90% of the gifts that exist because it requires you to know <laughs> the, the reference. Uh, but yeah. All right. So uh, what emoji, Brian, before we get into our, our delusional thinking here, what you, there's some new ones coming out, but what emoji would you like to see made? Do you have one in, in mind? Yeah, this is a hard question. And yeah, I, I, it's hard because you you think about one and you're like, oh, that should be one. And then it's like, oh, it is one. I just have never used it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so that's what makes it hard. And so just in, in the keeping with the theme that we have going on here, I'm going to say we need to podcasting get, uh, emoji. Ooh, is there not a... Well, is there a microphone? There's, there's a, microphone. a microphone. Yeah, there's microphones, yeah. and but not not. I mean, that covers all audio. That's that's not showing diversity to our podcasting audience. I mean, you know, sure. I, I just think there should be a, a podcast. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm with you on that. I think that'd be pretty cool. So, you. I mean, you mentioned this was a tough question. It was very tough for me as someone who doesn't actively use them as much as you do. Well, what if but, you? I mean. If you could turn a GIF into an emoji, what would it be? It's so hard to do that because they're all references to movies and shows and, you know, different things. That so should it be a person? emoji be a, a character? I mean, maybe. Maybe that would work. But then, I mean, you. I know that there's... Uh, I, I don't know if they're approved kind of things, but you can get... Um, emojis from like specific things right like you can get nfl team emojis yeah but that's not in the unicode right right exactly and so i feel like anything that is outside of like more pop culture would fall into this outside of the unicode so for something that goes in the unicode i would say the two things that jumped into my mind are Somebody that's like pointy with two fingers, like the finger Ooh, guns. Oh, finger guns. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Like that, that is a good one. Good. Um, and then the other one was 
something that represents like I'm joking or like I'm playing a joke on you. And I know that there's the winking with the tongue out, which is supposed to be yeah. like kind of joking, and, yeah. you know, wacky kind of thing. But I don't, it doesn't quite represent what I'm trying to do. And I think the best way to do it is the old troll face. You know that that one of the original memes that was out there uh, was that like really weird looking, like awkwardly like smiling from a side troll face. If you look it up, you'll know what I mean. Mm. And I want that to be an emoji because I think that would apply when you're playing a joke or you're or you're razzing your friend or whatever it may be. Like that one kind of comes in and plays like. Ah. Mm, I gotcha. But finger pointing also works for that too. So it's just yeah, both work. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, can I? I need to take one step back because I completely forgot one thing that I I needed to include in the dropping knowledge because this was mind blowing okay. for me. So the word emoji comes from the Japanese word for pictograph. So uh, e being picture and character being moji in the Japanese language. So emoji. So it really had nothing to do with emoticon or emotion or anything like that. It was purely yeah. because of the Japanese language. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I just, yeah, I'm, I, glad I, you, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's, that's pretty important. Yeah. I was or looking cool, at the word and I was like, oh, I forgot to complete, I completely forgot to talk about where it was derived from which I thought was interesting. So, all right, well, you know, I'm out of order and we did history, some history after friendship test, or excuse me, yeah, history, I guess, dropping knowledge after friendship tests. And so it's just that time for some delusional thinking. You really are crazy. All right, Justin, we've got some pretty interesting options today for our delusional thinking. So, would you rather only be able to text with emojis or with GIFs and memes or you have to lose 66% of your keyboard? I'll give you the vowels, but but we're okay. losing 66% of the keyboard because of the old T9 where you really only had, you know, one letter per numerical number that you yeah. had access to. And you had to, you know, click three times if you wanted C or all of those type yep. of things. I used to be pretty fast at that, by the way. Yeah. I don't think I ever was that fast at it. I was okay, maybe, but I'm almost like yeah, as as you're as you're thinking about that, like T nine man, T nine sucks in comparison to what we have today. <laughs> and and in this scenario is even worse because you don't even have the letters. You just have, you have the vowels and you have, you know, one third of letters. Now, do I get to pick the letters from there? I'll let you like, pick. Can I? Yeah, I'll let you pick. pick. Okay. I'll let you pick, you know, if you use, you know, some of the, the ones that get used often, like we're not going to give you a Z in there. Like the R R L S N. Like the the wheel of fortune letters, right? That sure. always pop up. Yeah, T plus you H's. know, yeah, the T, yeah, an mm. M or an N, like one of those. You don't have to have both because you could probably get by with one of them. So, I I 
here's the thing. I am intrigued by that last option, but I feel like I would find myself very, very frustrated because I can speak a word and I want to speak it through text. And I find that I don't have those letters. So I have to be, it will take me a fair amount of time to wordsmith what I'm trying to get out. Yeah. And so it will be, I'm intrigued by it, but it will be very challenging. Uh, part of me wants to just go through that challenge and see how it would go. But so as we move to the other one, for me, or the other two, for me, the emojis, uh, I just feel like there's something missing there. I can't yep. truly express. Yes, maybe it's better at times than words, but it's not always better than words. And if I'm trying to say, pick me up at 10, like maybe you can get some of those things out, you know, in an emoji or just emojis, but it just would be, it would be very tough for me. It's a little, with that it's a little bit unfair. I'll be honest, because with memes, you know, we're not limited to the 3000 number that we have with emojis, right? Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. So really it's it's this unlimited kind of alphabet that you just have to go find the right one. Yeah. Right. And that's that's where my mind goes to not only do I love using gifts, but if you you can you can say almost anything through a gif. And if you have now that same scenario, I guess like pick me up a 10 that's kind of it's actually might be easier in emojis than it may be in in you have GIFs. numbers yeah, yeah but but if think about gifts you could probably piece them together right yeah and that's what you would have to do but the funny thing is out of all three of these scenarios i think the one i'm most likely to abandon or the two that i'm most likely to abandon are the emojis and the memes because at times I'm just like, I'm just not going to text. I can't get this specific wordy message out. So you're going to call through gifts. So I'm going to call them or I'm going to, I don't know, go on my computer and send an email or something. The keyboard, you can still figure out ways to, you may have to use some weird words sometimes it's time, but you could still figure that out. Lots of thesaurus. Yes. Yeah. I, I feel like my vocabulary would be increased with that one. But. All that said, and I've been talking a lot about this, but all that said, I think I have to go with my passion here, and that's got to be gifts. And I would go with just using gifts on text. And if I can't use that, I'll abandon ship and go with these other communication methods uh, and just use gifts for uh, for text. Hmm. Yeah, I I was gonna agree with you. And then going to? I was going to. And then I thought about it and I was like, well, the reason I text is to keep things short. And the last thing I want to do is spend a bunch of time to try to text to someone. And, and you know, people text all the time. Te- spend all this time to respond to someone's text through GIF 
when I could have called them or I could have used an emoji that maybe got the point across. Um, and if I couldn't find an emoji to get the point across, then maybe I call them. I think the you were spot on with the keyboard would just be so frustrating. Like yeah. the keyboard would be difficult and you may learn enough and, and maybe, you know, things like the K button and, you know, some of your go-to words can be included in, you know, that 34% of, of letters that you actually have. But I think that's going to be tough. So I really am just going for the ease of text and trying to use emo- emojis. I think for the most part, I could get it done. I mean, with you, I do a lot of thumbs up. So, you know, I'll just agree. Thumbs down yeah. if I don't agree. And you'll ask for my opinion and I'll call you. That's how we're going to roll. <laughs> I'm just going to roll with the way that the the text platform was built. Ease, simplicity, and just speed. And that's yeah. that's what I'm going to do. Okay, that's fair. So just so I, because I was trying to run the numbers. There's how many letters in the alphabet? Is there 26? 26, yeah. So 26 divided by, or one third of 26 is uh, like seven, eight, seven, seven or eight. Now are the vowels on top of that? Yeah, eight. Um, Yeah, so vowels on top of that. So six vowels, right? So it'd be nine plus six. So you're looking at 15 letters. Now I did look at this real quick. And with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. 14, 15. Yeah. So with 15 letters, you could wipe out. So this is based off of the dictionary. Z, J, X, Q, K, V, B, P, G, W. Now, I feel like you can do a lot with those other yeah. words because there's yeah. most most of those other letters are there, and that's the majority. Like W is used in two thousand. Well, according to this, like two thousand words. Then it goes down and down to like Z is in two hundred words, J and X is in four hundred words. But I don't think it would affect us as much as we're thinking. I will say that. I think it just complicates things. It does. It does, and I think that's that's where you know I'm gonna I'm gonna lean on on the the gifts and right. still, but well, uh, yeah. Prayer hands and preaching hands, hands up, goalposts, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> this episode is done. Yeah. yeah. This this episode was 100, Brian. Oh, that's a good one. This yeah. this was 100. Do you remember yes. the the Unicode for it? Uh, I, for, I I don't remember that gibberish you said up front. <laughs> U plus one F four A F. Sure. Well, yeah. <laughs> now you've had to listen to Brian say the Unicode twice. It's that time. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in and hearing us talk about a visual language. <laughs> 
for about an hour. Uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you find people are listening to your podcast. And uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Quest at the Quest for One Hundred, or on Facebook and Instagram at Quest for One Hundred Podcast. And shout out to listener Thomas and, and our guest Thomas for his finding of the uh, cream corn pop tarts. Oh yeah, yes. Former former guest of the show. Yeah, maybe maybe Pop Tarts are gonna have to be you know a next food episode. Ooh, ooh, that would actually be a pretty decent one. Yeah, kind of easy to do, easy to split up. Yeah, I, I like it. All right, well, maybe maybe in a couple weeks, maybe next week. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? You'll have to tune in. Click on the next link if you're coming a few weeks late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll know. All right, well, until next time on the Quest for One Hundred. <laughs>